Welcome in to a, another episode of the Q Crew. I'm here with the, the, the special team, the quarantine crew. We got uh, my co-host for the Making a Mark Wrestling Show uh, that will also be joining me a lot this week to uh, also talk about wrestling. But today, we're going to talk about the only thing as flamboyant as wrestling, and that is the Netflix show that has taken this country by storm at just the right time. Uh, we all needed it when we're stuck in our homes. Tiger King on Netflix. Uh, if you haven't heard of it, if you're one of the idiots that keep posting these memes that I bet you can't post this and say you haven't watched <laughs> Tiger King. Oh, you're just giving yourself a button that says I'm an idiot. So good work, stupid people on Facebook. I'm bringing in two guys that I know uh, made sure they watched this awesome show immediately. Wade Christensen, Ethan Raby. Guys, before I get into this, just tell me how psyched you've been watching tiger king because i know uh i'm the only one here i'm the only one that can repost that i haven't watched it twice uh first of all i'm glad that you didn't open with uh hey all you cool cats and kittens out there so i was going to nailing it i was going to but everybody's already done it uh once the lawrence police knocks it out i can't do it like i'm out you know i gotta beat them to the punch or it's not funny anymore yeah, you can't be behind LPD on Twitter. It's true. They're quick, though. They're quick. Yep. I just love a good freak show. So uh, <laughs> I'll yeah. wheel them out. Let me stare at them, you know, like yeah. poke at them, t- you know. Yeah. <laughs> let me tell you something. This was not educational. Oh, no. Um, <laughs> I learned a lot <laughs> about the big cat industry. Um, yeah. I learned. Yeah. Uh, I learned that there was a guy on Entertainment Tonight who, uh, actually, I didn't learn it from the show. I learned it later. But that guy who was the documentarian, turns out uh, one of the big problems he had during his career was he was on meth. So it made sense that he came in to be the guy who uh, helped make this reality show on Tiger King. God damn Uh, it. Why didn't they ever mention that? That's just one more great piece to the puzzle. I don't know, man, Um, but it's crazy. It's it's definitely less uh, National Geographic Channel, a little more The Learning Channel. and. as I said, a more I Playboy channel. <laughs> Just a little bit. It's like part Playboy channel, part TLC, part Crackle? I don't know. It was <laughs> whatever it was. I don't, yeah. I don't know what's yeah, on Crackle. A little bit of I have crackle no idea. Thrown in. So <laughs> I I was trying to think what's the best way to attack this, but um there's nothing that's going to be as good of an attack as the tiger that took the arm off uh the 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 person in the zoo so my attack here is uh just just gonna open it up to you guys and figure out what drew you in to watch this because you know wade you just said you love the freak shows and that obviously pulled you in but i think i saw netflix pushed this pretty hard like whatever i was watching the show would end and have a trailer for net for a uh, tiger king pop up and i wasn't going to watch it but the thing that got me was the music video and i was like did he hire like a country music star to do like this thing oh, on yes, the zoo? i'm like but no but here's the thing <laughs> then i watched start watching the show and he's like they're not telling me that it's from somebody else so i'm like wait he's actually singing the fucking songs like so i was in a hundred percent and then like two episodes in i googled it because uh of our conversation in our uh facebook group and uh just made me depressed and sad but also you can't go two episodes in and quit so i stuck with it guys 
Uh, we'll start with Wade. What was the thing that made you actually watch it? You said the, the, the freak shows are great. Was, did you just see a trailer and you're like, I'm fucking in? Or what, what was the thing that said, I need to start watching this? Oh, that's exactly what happened. um i watch uh, i watch a lot of documentaries like especially like on like like weirdos like i love it that's why i love like uh the this american life like it's just people pieces on like weirdos like what's going on and just like people that like you wouldn't even think exist and um yeah uh uh, like (laughs) joe exotic is someone i wouldn't have thought existed (laughs) until i saw this and uh like i kept like you know like it was right when like everyone there was like a little bit of talk you know netflix was showing it um and i watched documentaries anyway so i watched the trailer and uh, i watched the trailer once and i go okay we're gonna start episode one tonight because um this is a ride i need to take (laughs) even i told you um kind of just the fact that no one would shut the fuck up about it uh it was something (laughs) where like i just wanted to like be able to understand Facebook for the next six months and, uh, and everyone, you know, was raving about it. And then I, had, the only brush I'd had with Joe exotic before was the bit that, uh, when he was on John Oliver. Um, so I remembered him from that, but didn't really know there was that much of like a world behind it. Like you pull that thread from that John Oliver segment and it just unravels a ridiculous world that, um, I think I needed to know existed. Uh, I'm glad that I know that world exists. I'm I'm sad that that world does exist, but I'm at least aware of it and all these interesting characters within it. So one of the first things uh, that, well, like that I was starting to think this is just a little bit too much is uh, when you get to the later portion of the show and Jeff Lowe pitches the idea that he's like, all right, I'm going to take the baby tigers and I'm going to put him on a party bus out in Vegas. And he says that idea. And one, the first thing in my head was like, this is probably the smartest idea I've heard from any of these people, even though it's fucking crazy. <laughs> and the two is they didn't spend any time on it. They literally just yeah. say that like, this is, it didn't work. And we move <laughs> on. And yeah. I just want to know what, what was the thing that stood out the most of the series that you would just like, I would watch an entire documentary series on this one aspect, but instead they kind of just passed over because there was so much batshit crazy things that they didn't have time for it. Um, Doc Antle. Like, Doc Antle needs his own, like, six-episode series. <laughs> and uh, that's that's definitely the part where Wade said this is part Playboy channel. Um, that guy is fucking wild and a piece of shit. Uh, and... You know, I think that, uh, you know, the stars that came out of this, uh, he was maybe one of the less controversial <laughs> considering everyone involved, which is amazing. Um, but I, I don't know. I could use a little more, uh, a little bit more of the behind the scenes Doc Antle really too, where he's like directing the camera crew and he's like, all right, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it. And they just include his direction in the final cut. <laughs> it was maybe my favorite part of the whole series. I, d- I did love with Doc Antle being basically like, what what seemed like the closest to normal at the beginning, you know, it's like everybody who owns a big cat is apparently a psycho, you know, like yeah. there's something wrong with them mentally. They are doing something that at the most, or at the least they're a weirdo, you know, like that's yeah. the best case scenario the, for him. It's just, he looked a little weird. He had a very dumb look, 
but you were like, well, he's like the high class version of Joe Exotic. And then by the end of episode three, they always just they their cliffhangers were so good because they'd hit you with that one yeah. last bit that you're like, I got to hit play on the next one. And then to find out, you know, he basically has uh, just a harem uh, of you know, 17 year old virgins that he's converted into this tiger kingdom. And you're just like, okay, now the, the one who was the most normal is crazy. And now we get back to the fact that I, I don't, I don't have a reason to want to uh, change the law on owning big cats for any sort of moral reason. And, you know, I get the idea that cats shouldn't be in cages and whatever. Like it, it seems like uh, when they're born uh, in captivity, and you got a big enough cage, I'm not sure how I feel uh, about that law. I think it should be outlawed because it seems like everybody who gets into the business uh, is just so crazy that you should know that this shouldn't be allowed. It's not a moral imperative for the Tigers. I just know that bad shit's going to happen around people who feel the need to have giant Tigers in their backyard. Yeah, it's definitely a setup for disaster, Um, like a beautiful disaster. Uh, hey, hey, oh, Cody Rhodes. Um, and, uh, it, it's just, uh, God, what a fucking mess these people are. Uh, just the whole, whole bunch of them. They're all spread all over the country. And like, I think it's, uh, it's the guy, I can't remember his name now. The guy who, who Joe calls a human Chucky doll, the guy with the Dutch boy haircut. Yeah. Um, my boy. My boy. He, uh, <laughs> he's the one who says it best. In, like, it's in the opening, like sequence in the very opening sequence of episode one, where he's like, yeah, the, the, the monkey people are kind of strange. You know, the bear people are crazy, but the big cat people are the most backstabbing, biggest pieces of shit in the entire world. <laughs> like, just calls it out right from the start. By the end of it, you're like, God damn, that just rings true throughout the entire series. Like, every single time, like, you can't pick a side. Like, you can't pick a side with any of these tiger people. Like, I think my favorite person who I, like, actually is, like, that's my, 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 uh, my dude is... Uh, the guy with the the long hair and the sunglasses who's like hanging out in the yeah, gas that, shack like that, that's that's that's, that, that's my guy yeah yeah that guy's like i don't give a fuck how many wives he has like, <laughs> like, that, that is the shit so, so like i have uh here's a weird fact about me uh, a little insight into big cat people um i dated a girl and am pretty good friends with a girl whose family raises lions, tigers, and big cats. Um, and, and uh, like, I've been face-to-face with, like, full-grown, like, lions and stuff. Uh, I've sat in her house at night and listened to them roar. It is a bone-chilling uh, thing to experience. And, uh, like, that being said, her family is pretty pleasant people. Like, <laughs> like... Like well, yeah, they're not, they're not having to deal with that okay. bitch Carol Baskin. Like they're yeah, they're not so they're stressed not, out. They're not getting Carol indicted. Carol fucking right now. Baskin. Um, <laughs> yeah, like they're pretty nice. Um, they were on TV once on the Daily Show, but for like Buffalo that they also raised. So, uh, so Wade. Um, Why didn't you bring yeah. her on the show, Wade? Um, well, here's a weird little thing. I got on Facebook recently to see, like, oh, I wonder what she's saying about all this Joe Exotic stuff. And she has either deleted Facebook or just <laughs> blocked me. Because <laughs> I've been sharing a lot of Tiger uh, King memes. So. <laughs> that, might, that might be it. That might be the reason. God. So would you say that the crazy cat people, based on your experience, uh, it's unfair for us to believe that everybody showcased in Tiger King 
is a, a clear example of the craziness that it takes to uh, be about having big cats. It's well, they it's, found it's the not, craziest people it, for this show. It's not far off. Okay. <laughs> okay. Keep in mind the people in the show too are the ones that are like running it as like an enterprise. And I think yeah. there's like a whole other level to it there versus people who just are like caring for big cats. Well, Unless I mean, that's what they do. Unless they have a, like, a business made out of like, You know, they found like, like, like cream of the cream weirdos for this. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'd love to see the people cream. who didn't make the cut. Like they interview them <laughs> like not fucking weird enough. Yeah. Get it out of here. Like apparently the cocaine dealer murderer guy uh wasn't interesting enough to have more than twenty minutes on the show. Yeah. You have fucking Scarface and he's like an afterthought and like seems like a pretty cool guy. Like <laughs> compared yeah, to all these other do, psychos. How many wives does he have? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough to get more screen time. And the weird thing about him, I like he's not only uh, the the most level headed person in this show, uh, he's also more cool than the actual Scarface movie. Like, I don't know how you guys feel about Scarface, but I think it's one of those ones that a a bunch of frat bros have kind of pushed into the stratosphere. It's just Mm -hmm. not that good of a movie. But when you hear what he actually did and you add in the big cat part and all the all the animals and everything, it's like. I would watch that movie. Like, make that. Uh-huh. That's what they should. They got rid of all the best parts about him and just wanted him to be a cocaine freak. And it was like, yeah. keep the animals. Like, you could keep the same cocaine pile, but, like, make sure the animals are there. And uh, I feel like they did a disservice to to that man and uh, how they portrayed him in Scarface. I was really sad for him. Uh, I, I, like, starting the show, like, it feels some people like decided to hate Carol Baskins when they figured out uh, there's a good chance she murdered her husband. And while that was a great twist, uh, I just wanted to see how you guys felt. Cause I know from the very get go, I just didn't like this woman. And it just felt like early on, this was going to end in a way that it's like, okay, Joe exotic did terrible things and you can't really like him, but I'm also not going to side with Carol Baskins, even if she's supposed to be the side of good, because she's just so fucking obnoxious. I didn't even know that they would start to show what she really is and this story that is like, there's no way anything else happened except she fed her husband to the tigers. Like, I before that moment, I didn't trust her. And then you just didn't know why until they tell you that story of how she got rich. And it was weird, though. Because it also makes me be- uh, think she's less of a hypocrite with the tigers. Because it's like before she has these tigers in tiny cages and she's trying to take them away from guys like Joe Exotic who actually have them in big cages. And she's like, well, they want to get them out of captivity. They're breeding them. And what are they going to do in my uh, sanctuary? They're going to live here until they die. And it was like, that's that's pretty fucked up finding out though that you know she's got this big house but that wasn't paid for through her hypocrisy she actually had a husband she killed off to get the money then i'm like oh she killed the husband that's good now now i now i can believe she uh is good to tigers she's just bad to people and that's you know i think that's better right well mac (laughs) if, if, if i've learned anything throughout my adventures in this life it's how to fucking spot crazy and it's behind the eyes and Carol Baskin is fucking crazy. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. I've dated the, it for years. <laughs> the, the constant nervous laughter is just like this, a sign of an unhinged and untrustworthy human being. I don't mean to derail us, but Wade, if you can see it, it's so clear <clears throat> behind the eyes. Why do you keep dating it? 
well, it's fun. It, it transitions to other places <laughs> as well. You know what they say, freak in the streets, she'll do anything. <laughs> this might be Sounds a good time to, to show the world your uh, barbed right. wire baseball bat. Um, so, yeah, I, I, and I was only kind of kidding. Like, I did feel like uh, when uh, Carol Baskins kind of took her uh, heel turn, for me, that was more of a face turn. I don't know if it's because I like a cool heel, but I, I respected her more when I feel like she got away with murder and did it so seamlessly, which it's amazing. Uh, you know, we, we messaged this. There are way too many OJ moments in this goddamn show. Like, each one of them had an <laughs> if I did it moment. And Carol Baskins with the, uh, well, you wouldn't put uh, perfume on the, the, the person's foot if you wanted to get ate by a tiger. And she stopped. She actually stopped to contemplate what was happening, <laughs> recognize that this is going to look really bad when they show the rest of the documentary parts about her missing husband. And she's like, well, you put sardine oil on him. And it was just like, she did it. She, she just, what? they all admitted what they did on camera and they all got away with it. They said Joe Exotic. I don't think you should free Joe Exotic. But put the rest of them away with it. That's all. I'm saying. It's like it's like the documentary crew was like they knew that like that they were gonna release the Carol Baskins as a murderer, uh, you know, drama. But before doing so, they were like, so if you were to try to get someone to be eaten by a tiger, what would you uh, do for that, Carol Baskin? And they then probably worked backwards. Yeah, they probably worked <laughs> yeah, backwards. Exactly. They asked her that first, and then they started like, so what happened to your husband? And we just saw it in the reverse. Like, that's good. That's a, it's a little dishonest, but uh, they're not real journalists. They're just uh, documentarians for Netflix. So uh, that's just mm -hmm. uh, good craftsmanship. I give them credit for that. Sorry, my headset just like went ape shit. So I yeah, was over should, here like panicking. I, I was going to say, you should just take the headset off because I don't think the audio is that much better. And uh, it keeps doing this weird sound where I think the Bluetooth isn't working very well. So uh, if you want to deactivate while me and Ethan vamp for a little bit, uh, that might be the best course of action. Uh, so, man, I, it's so hard to figure out where to go with this show because it is just crazy. And normally I try to find like a smart angle for this. I come in with a game plan. I've researched it. And it's just like, I wasn't going to waste my time spending any more looking things up other than trying to figure out about Joe Exotic's uh, country music career. And as I mentioned earlier, it broke my heart. Um, but those songs, those songs were bangers. Like that's oh, the yeah. craziest part, even for the fact that he didn't do it himself, that he yeah, got a country band to be good enough and to write good enough songs about his crazy life. And I do believe Hello Kitty should be nominated for a Grammy. Or I Here think, Kitty uh, Kitty. Or yeah, Here Kitty Kitty is so good. And the fact that it matched up what was going on so well, like I like honestly, uh, I'm a hundred percent in for that that song getting the credit it deserves. Uh, it's, I also love it's that overdue. Uh, the the costume that he wears in Here Kitty Kitty is also what he wore to his husband's funeral. Um, man with the with the preacher's collar at all <laughs> i'm still waiting like uh, i'm still waiting for like to find out that like the husband didn't kill himself that happened behind yeah. the camera and this is all a ruse you know yeah. like i just it's, feel it's like it's, weird, it's a weird angle it's a fucking weird angle um <laughs> for that to be shot and uh no pun intended um but also his his uh live lip sync performance at travis's funeral uh 
solid. If you could pull off lip syncing in front of a crowd that's that small directly in front of you, I mean, like, actually, Simpson's got nothing on Joe Exotic, as far as I'm concerned. Dude, and that's the thing is he he did it just hot enough take. That- Joe Exotic is a better live performer than <laughs> Ashley Simpson. I mean, he, he nailed it. Uh, I <laughs> I just it, it was so amazing to see how much uh, was a performance. You know, like you're sitting there watching him come out to that funeral, and I just I knew he was crazy. I knew that he loved the spotlight more than almost anything else. I just couldn't even imagine after that happened, that event, that he's out there and putting on the Joe Exotic performance. I like that's the only time I actually like uh, everything else when people are talking about Joe Exotic being a bad person. It's like, yeah, but there are a lot of bad people. All in all, it's more ridiculous than it is evil. Yeah, but that's the yeah, moment where I fair. lost. I just couldn't like defend Joe Exotic, and I think people ended the show creating campaigns like free Joe Exotic after that funeral. I'm just like, no. I, mean, I, I don't care if he's in prison. I just, I oh, can't. I, I, can't know, I, hope my, I hope my funeral is that lit. There's a <laughs> live country music performance. Uh, lots of talking about balls and there's live tigers like on scene. Like that's a fucking funeral if I've ever seen one, boys. Man. I just like I just like that he only like uses his computer to write letters to a governor or senator. <laughs> and he just puts those balls right in my face. Here, Golden like nuggets. nuggets to that boy. Good. Well, it brings me to whatever. Uh, to listen to it. <laughs> Front yeah. row, sitting there, just God. Yeah. <laughs> this whole town. Oh man. This whole hey, town we- does fucking slap though. The the songs are so good. Like, it's crazy. And I think the only one, I'm not sure if they played it, if maybe I missed it, but he has a song that was, uh, like, I'm a pretty lady lover. And I was just like, is this like, I, I think it came out after the breakup with the first husband. So I don't know if he's, like, trying to say I'm better at loving women than my uh, ex-husband who was actually straight and left me. Like That's possible. I like I, I It's think a flex his- move. It sounds like something Joe Exotic would do. Most of his songs are like diss tracks. They're just oh man, veiled in Western guitar. Oh god, like it's like I I wonder how much I would have enjoyed it without the music. Like if there wasn't that aspect of this fucking craziness, <laughs> if I would just kind of watch it, be like I don't know, they're crazy, but whatever. Yeah. But each time I almost like you know you'd pick up your phone and look you do that with any show definitely do it with documentaries you're just like still paying attention but you're flipping through facebook or whatever i would put the phone down when a music video came on it was just like it brought me back in every time <laughs> i couldn't quit this show and i think the music video is it's what made me click on it in the first place this, and it's like that kept me going through all those episodes this is like a mind control tool that <laughs> could be utilized by like the cia to get you to like assassinate a government official like just zap you into like Joe Exotic videos and just like pepper in subliminal messaging within that. Don't get any ideas, but uh, CIA, <laughs> I, got, I got my eye on you, CIA. Dude, like it, this show was something that it had just enough, um, I think, like real value. Like the, the this industry is something that uh, not only seems weird on the surface. But now that you watch this with all these crazy people, it's like, 
there were things going on that weren't just about laws involving big cats. It was like the things that are happening in the big cat industry, the, the basically having indentured servants to keep the industry going. The, they required uh, expired meat from Walmart. And that's the only thing that could feed these people that were paid such low wages. Like you start going down and I, you could argue that that was just kind of how Joe exotic ha handled it. But it seemed like everybody who was in this business that they showed had to cut corners and do this in such a way that uh, was just so messed up. Uh, I, I don't think there's any argument that like, like I said earlier, it's shutting it down for the benefit of the cats, maybe, but just because, you know, this industry is rife with crime. It's like, it's not just about Joe exotic trying to get Carol Baskins uh, murdered. Like, they were doing so much other shit on a daily basis. They lived on these, uh, these plots of land that was just them able to be outside of the law, breaking the law constantly. Uh, I, I was just so amazed that all those things were happening. And I wonder if anything has changed other than Joe Exotic Zoo got bulldozed by Jeff Lowe uh, as he goes to make another zoo somewhere else closer to the border and near a casino. Like, do you think anything has actually changed uh, in the years Joe Exotic's been in jail? Or uh, do you think anything will change now that this uh, show has actually brought a light to all this crazy bullshit? Uh, I'd say there's uh, about a 40% chance that Donald Trump pardons Joe Exotic and has him speak at one of his coronavirus press conferences. He already got the MyPillow guy. What's next? Okay. Um, at least, at least Joe Exotic's new husband can finally g get that old man's hands off of him for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I would, it's even, a lot of character development. Joe Exotic, two uh, young, uh, non-gay husbands, and finally he found one that was gay. I mean, that's good, right? Like, that's the power of, of stardom and fame is you can finally find somebody you're attracted to that actually uh, is attracted to you. I feel good for Joe, and it's sad that that only lasted so long. And uh, who would have guessed he'd get uh, arrested? In a, was it a Walmart parking lot? Like, God. I don't it, remember. Where was he? He was? I, ve I feel like that's what it was. When he got tackled uh, in Florida, Joe Exotic was uh, oh, at a Walmart. Yeah. And then, uh, what, like, the, the informants were meeting at an Applebee's, and it was just like, this was like white, white trash, trash bingo. Like, I you couldn't have wrote this better. It was amazing how many things they know. They're blowing things up with Tamarite. Yeah. Like it, it the even the campaign manager is like, I was a manager at Walmart and I worked in the in the ammunition section. I yeah. like got of course he did. Fucking the smartest guy in the show worked at Walmart. Well, and that just goes to show how shitty Walmart is, is that guy left a manager position at Walmart to go be a campaign at a tiger farm. You know, when you say it out loud, it sounds kind of silly. He's like, oh, you guys got a bunch of methed out idiots with guns and tigers biting people's arms off. Sounds better than this bullshit. Yep. Uh I don't even have anything to say. That's just yeah, you know, around the head there, Wade. Just really sad and true, and uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I still like. Uh, I guess this is a weird thing because uh, I had this conversation with uh, Kinsey with you know watching the scene where the campaign manager is sitting there and the 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 husband ends up uh, shooting himself, and we were a little like uh, we were on different sides. 
do you think it was just an accident or do you think he like publicly got to the end of his rope and just did it that like that way and shot himself in front of the guy? I don't think it was on purpose. I don't think so either. I think he was just that fucked up to where yeah. he was like, how many times do you think that guy probably pointed an empty gun at his head and pulled the trigger to fuck with people? Like he probably did that shit all the time is my guess yeah. based on kind of his, what they talk about and, I can see him doing it, and you do that enough times, there's going to be a fucking bullet in the chamber. All right. Yeah, I didn't. I mean, it was just so weird because the way they built it up was like he's sad and depressed and ready yeah. to leave, and then the conversation to be like, "I'm not an idiot. Like I know that you know it doesn't have the clip in, and for it mm-hmm. to be something that he then decided because you would think in that moment he would pull the trigger on the campaign manager, not on himself, and so because that like the way they let it up. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, wait, what happened? And, like, they don't explain it well enough for it to have happened under the the camera. So Mm -hmm. you're left sitting there with just this very uh, short answer from the campaign manager. And now I am sitting there. I'm like, wait, was – because, like, he was depressed. He was – it would make sense that he would want to kill himself being stuck in that life. So it was like I, I couldn't tell which one was it. Was he? Did he do it by accident? I just, I so many I, unanswered I think, questions in this. Show. I think he was the type of guy to just put himself in situations where he might die because he was like ready to like kind of like a God like think like Jeff Hardy ten years ago, just like one of those guys. <laughs> like I think that it was pretty much where he was at. I'm surprised that Jeff Hardy didn't make his way to one of these zoos at some point. How the fuck is Jeff Hardy not in this goddamn documentary series? I'm surprised he didn't have his own zoo. (laughs) It's like he kept trying and Matt just kept putting wrestling rings out there. And you're like, God damn it, Matt. I had plans for this place. Oh, but this one's George Washington. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, Wade. <laughs> All right, we the, this is about Tiger King. Uh the only way we can talk about professional wrestling is if we talk about the fact that Joe Exotic hosted professional wrestling on his at his zoo and they didn't put it into the documentary. It didn't show. Yeah, that's he a shame. A, he was a play-by-play guy for his wrestling shows yeah. that he put out there. They had the Viking Raiders out there. You're talking about oh, yeah. like redneck bingo too, like wrestling meets every every category that it needed to to be in this documentary series. Who but would, I, I've I heard, I've heard rumblings. There might be Vice might be do, doing some kind of like follow up on the wrestling side of Joe Exotic's well, I so. zoo. I hope so. Potentially, I might be totally wrong, but I think it's pretty obvious that Joe Exotic is the perfect uh, wrestling manager. So I got to ask. I'll oh, start God. with Wade. Who should Joe Exotic manage in professional wrestling? Right now, or it could ever. be now. It could be ever. We could play um, this game however you want to. I mean, he'd be good with like an Adrian Adonis, a Velveteen Dream, no. Gold Dust. Uh, See, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm thinking like uh, Dijakovic, like Dominic Dijakovic. I think would be a perfect guy for Joe Exotic to manage. Just let him talk about him like he's a tiger. Like just the whole promo is him just talking about Dijak's muscles. That's it. Like Chuck and Billy. These are all solid. I like I like the Dijakovic. I would pay to watch Rico versus Joe Exotic. <laughs> so I I mean Dijakovic's a solid one because I think uh, having somebody who doesn't Lars have... Sullivan. Oh my god, 
Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it. Perfect. Nailed it. You just saved two careers. There it is. We found it, boys. <laughs> All right. So uh, back to Tiger King. Uh, man, are there even things we need to hit? Like, other than, like, is is the husband of Carol Baskins, like, just look perfect for the role? Like, the, the guy who would come in, it's like, I bet they've not even had sex during their marriage. He's God. literally, like, her lawyer slash accountant and does all this for her, but audit, they've never yeah. slept in the same bed. He's a fucking dope. He looks like if Herman Munster had AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> if you look at Tuck in the dictionary, there's a picture of that guy. <laughs> Oh man! Jesus Christ! That fucking the the part of them like smiling, watching their own music video, and it's like their music videos are dog shit. Like, yeah, especially awful. compared to Joe's. Yeah. Like, if you're, yeah. How do they just? How do they just scroll past a picture of him dressed as a cat with a leash on, and and not address it? Never address. <laughs> once no again, one ever addresses it. Once again, there was so much stuff to hit. They didn't even have time for that. Like it was, it's like an Easter egg for us to find. Like that's God. it. Like they, there wasn't enough time. So many things happened. So, hey, here's is this it, weird fucking picture, real quick, and it's gone. Uh, <laughs> is it possible they do a second season of the show? I feel like it's so. Like, I, think it's I mean, rumors. it's probably going to happen. There's a lot out there in the fucking tiger world. Like, I feel like you could make another seven hours of this easily. I mean, you can just do the Joe exotic trying to get out. Like the appeals process becomes its own show. And imagine one of those, like, it's like making a murderer, but with somebody with pizzazz, like it's like, it's, it's so like good. making a murderer meets Ernest goes to prison. <laughs> like, it's exactly <laughs> well, what the world needs. There are multiple Joe Exotic documentaries on YouTube right now. I know you you, you shared one with us. I didn't have time to jump in yet, but oh uh, yeah, God. that's an hour and a half of just Joe Exotic and his little weird camp. But th- yeah. they may seem seem a lot cleaner than it is, but you still get to see like some weird shit happening because it's still <laughs> them. And uh, you know what? And that's the uh, a good transition to the one of the things I want to talk about. So they make this documentary, right? They <laughs> have the ability to not make them look awful but you know why the documentary was unsuccessful it's the same reason this documentary on netflix is so damn good because these people are completely unaware how awful they are even they th- like carol baskins probably thought she was winning this thing early on you know like she was like i'm gonna come out of this documentary look awesome yeah. i can keep saying all this dumb shit to people i can say hello all you cats and kittens and i'm gonna push this thing up to the next level she had no idea she was gonna become public enemy number one that's because they're not even aware of when they're doing these awful things when they hear it in their heads they're like it's fine so even when you get to the end and that's probably why like the jeff Lowe uh tiger petting on the party bus in vegas was so short finally jeff Lowe figured out he's like I probably shouldn't put this on here to get me into more legal trouble. So he kept yep. it short. But the rest of the time, there is no self-awareness from anybody. So they just kept showing all the dumb shit they were doing. These were the last people in the world that needed to have uh, their lives documented. And they were trying to do it themselves. They were bringing in extra teams that wanted to do it. They were opened up to the media. Like, yep. these idiots put all of it on tape. And, like, that's why you get all those OJ moments. And maybe Jeff Lowe's is the best. He's trying to actually be smart, uh, as smart as he can be. And then he gets to the last moment where it's like Joe Exotic's like, I was set up. This was 
purely for Jeff Lowe to try to take my zoo away. Jeff was like, it wasn't to take his zoo away. I is it is it uh what a setup if if I uh keep asking him these questions and get him to say this so I can uh get him out of the business? Well, yeah, I mean if it is, it's like he just admitted <laughs> that the whole Joe Exotic's argument was right. And they just everybody did this show. Everybody that was doing something illegal, except maybe Doc Antle, who finally just said, Nope, not like he had one like, last interview that was short and then he was out. He's like, Nope. As soon as they accuse him of having a harem, he's like, you guys are uh-huh. awful and you're accusing me of bullshit. Didn't happen. Whatever. Yeah. I have this awesome zoo deuces. He was the only one smart enough to get out, which is crazy because uh-huh. that, uh, soul patch doesn't say he has that self-awareness, but he finally got it towards the end of the show. Chucky doll guy too. It's like, even in like the scenes where he's, where it seems the most normal and they're just talking about like a setup and like him talking to the feds and like, he's in like a car dealership. You're like, seems normal. And then it just like cuts over. And there's like a fucking lemur in a cage. Like, God damn it. Did you people go one <laughs> fucking scene without just doing something fucking crazy? Oh, and then, uh, Oh, his hut. What is, is Joe's husband's face. And they're like, what do you think about so-and-so being a federal agent? It's like, what? <laughs> God. Hold up. Y'all want to get some B-roll with me on my jet ski real quick? <laughs> it's the most fucking Kenny Powers thing in that entire documentary. <laughs> just him just pulling around on the jet funeral. ski. Yeah. yeah, the funeral's pretty Kenny Powers. It's, it's, it's a lot of eastbound and down here. Like, did they even go to South Carolina in this? That's where Doc Antle is. Is it? Oh, he is. Okay. okay. All right. See, I got confused at where shit was happening because there's like somebody in Ohio. I think that might just be the guy who was telling how crazy these people are. But there was like somebody in Ohio, some uh, Carol Baskins in Florida. You got Joe Exotic in Oklahoma. I didn't mm-hmm. know. Like they just showed the map and I'm like, oh, there's crazy people all over the U.S. Like, yeah. And then they feel everywhere. really unsafe when they show the map and are cutting around like, oh, God, I'm fucking surrounded by tigers. There's like, a well, lot there was of problems that, was- in the Midwest. There was a one guy who got busted like four or five years ago, like who had a bunch of tigers and big cats up in like Atchison, just like an hour away from here. Like, mm-hmm. shit, they're fucking everywhere. And yeah, the guy, I think it's the guy in Ohio, Tim something, like seems like a pretty minor character. And then he's got a fucking run in in the final act and it's the final nail in Joe Exotic's coffin and helps take over the zoo. Fucking everyone has a purpose in this documentary. Uh, even uh, Shaquille O'Neal, who got a little bit early <laughs> to show just kind of how spread this was, he had to put out a statement after this and basically said, I didn't know what was going on and I don't have tigers. And, and like he, he just had to defend it immediately as uh, this started to ramp up. So uh, first thing I got to ask, how many tigers do you think Shaquille O'Neal owns? In the teens. Yeah. No I was going to say like a dozen is probably what I'm thinking. Yeah. I just love um, like, he, like uh, his entire statement of all the bullshit I've heard from this documentary. The only thing I a hundred percent know for sure, or I guess two things, Carol Baskins uh, killed her husband and Shaquille O'Neal lied about not having tigers. Like that's it. Those are the two <laughs> things I know for sure. Everything else up in the air. It's like, it's one of those sound bites. If you just like took it and like played it to yourself a year ago, it's like, what's a, what's a snippet from one of our future episodes. It's, only thing I know is Shaquille O'Neal owns tigers. <laughs> what the fuck we're talking about in 2020, but I guess it's interesting. Yeah, it's true. Uh, any, I, I, we're probably going to wrap this up. I feel bad that uh, we're not doing the full deep dive, but like I said, I, I couldn't even bear to put the time in. Plus, uh, WrestleMania Night 2 is breathing down upon us. So yeah, I'm watching the pre-show right now. <laughs> so uh, I, I just want to hit with a couple more things of uh, – 
you know, Wade, anything else that we missed that you feel the need, we definitely have to talk about uh, during Tiger King. Uh, What do we got left, Wade? The poor son of a bitch that, like, lost all of his footage. It just, like, went crazy. (laughs) Um, Right now on YouTube, there's, there's, like, a ton of footage of, like, the Joe Exotic TV episodes. There's, like, a day in the life of Joe Exotic. And so far, I've watched episodes one, two, three, four, and five. They're all about a half hour. Um, David Spade has been interviewing a lot of the people from Tiger King on his show the last week. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff out there for you to get your Tiger King fixed. Cause like, I am just like fixated on these weirdos now. Like now I need to know like, Oh, like homeboy got his teeth fixed. Oh, look at good <laughs> weirdo. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I don't have that same uh, draw to this. Like I, I love to run through Tiger King the first time, and uh, I think I'm, I think I'm good for now. Um, if you, if they make a movie, if they make a, a, a movie, get Danny McBride to play Joe Exotic. Uh, I keep hearing yeah. the like David Spade, but it's like Joe Dirt to Joe Exotic. No, Danny McBride is perfect. He's the only one who has that level of charisma insanity and we've already like you guys said it's so much like eastbound and down he's already proved himself but i think if you get him in there and you get the right director and you want to take a slightly more serious tone obviously a lot of crazy stuff's going to happen that's going to make us laugh but if you keep danny mcbride in the pocket i think he wins an oscar i think this is the role he was made to play (laughs) and i think they need to do it right i'm excited for that movie oh god don't shake your head at me wade fucking right you're fucking right yeah (laughs) Happening. <laughs> Ethan, what are uh, the the last things of Tiger King that uh, oh, our, our viewers need to know about? Uh, I think viewers need to know. Uh, fucking watch it twice, man. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's so, it's just such a treasure. Um, came out at the perfect time when everyone's needing a new Netflix show. Uh, I, I think um, you know, keep the fandom up is how you get a season two. You you, uh, you you just keep keep posting those Tiger King memes. Keep talking about Tiger King, Halloween. Everyone, oh my God, Halloween is going to be fun as hell this year. <laughs> <laughs> just uh, yeah, I don't know. God bless everyone who sat through it. All right, and uh, I, I think that uh, about does it for us here. I'm trying to go through the brain bank and figure out uh, anything left, but honestly, my brain rotted away watching this show, and I'm not saying that pejoratively. Uh, it felt good. I did it on purpose, and uh, it's a good time. This is the the exact, like you said, Ethan, exact thing we needed during quarantine. I feel like Wade has something great to say right real now. Quick. Though, so. <laughs> Just real quick. I think, like, and, and this goes for everyone. Start treating your balls more like golden nuggets. Am I right? True. Facts. All right. I think that's the show, guys. That's, I, think, I think that's perfect enough to go out on. That's, if I can uh, get serious for a moment. <laughs> Treat right, your balls that, like golden nuggets. Uh, that, that's about it. I don't know what the next uh, crazy show will be that might bring the three of us together to talk about that. Obviously, uh, for anybody who's a fan of wrestling, we already got enough wrestling talk into this show. And uh, Wade already has his uh, barbed wire bat. But obviously, uh, Tell Me More podcast will be uh, back later this week, making a Mark Wrestling show, talking about uh, WrestleMania recap. And then uh, I'm going to keep looking. I'm going to find something great for us. I don't know if anything will ever live up uh, to the greatness that is Tiger King. But uh, we will find a show for uh, the, the gang to get back together and talk about. But that's all we have for this episode of the Q Crew. Uh, later, folks, we got to go watch the Firefly Funhouse.